River says, systems buggy. I'm like, yeah, that's been my internet for the last two weeks. I totally understand. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. All righty. Let's see. Welcome to Potterfic Weekly, the flagship of the podcast. I can see, see it in my mind, but I can't say it with my mouth. It's really you sad. You can make up your own. You don't have to say the same thing every time. I just do I know. because I've made up my little script, which is kind of based on Bob's script that he did for the other ones. I know. Yeah. Ooh, I just put my hand in my pocket and found bean pieces. That's intriguing. <laughs> How very okay. into the woods of you. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Potterfic Weekly, the flagship podcast of a family of podcasts that is Potterfic Weekly. Yay, I think I did it. Yay. I am Sue. <laughs> I'm Scott. And I'm Mooney. And Trisha may or may not join us, but I'm thinking probably not. But hopefully she'll join us for the next one. We're on chapter 34, aka chapter 35, excuse me, of Brown Coat Green Eyes by Nanjon. And basically, Harry and the wizards found out last time that the only planet that is any magical qualities is Miranda. And so they found so far. Yeah. So they are going to try to get to Miranda, but of course, in order to do that, they have to get through all the reavers. And so they had the uh, wizards hide the ship as best they could. But as they're going through, the reavers can sense them somehow. And so they're shooting exploratory shots at them, trying to find them. And they have just hidden under a larger ship, which just got blown up because the Reavers all thought maybe it was coming from the larger ship. And now all and the none pieces... of the Reaver ships are contained. So just one hit from these missiles or whatever they were firing at them is enough to make the entire reactor explode, which is not great when you're right underneath it. No, yeah, not so not much. So the, the last thing uh, Mal yelled in the last chapter was shields. And so, yeah. Everybody and the chapter in... title is just like we planned, which yeah. oh, makes dear. me nervous. <laughs> yes, yes, of course. What, what's, oh. Somebody can put in that clip of that Harry going, one of our plans ever worked, Hermione. <laughs> <laughs> if I can find it and make it work, I will do that. I can no longer record um, like I used to. So it makes it, it, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. It's so weird. Mm. And I apologize now because I'm going to yawn a lot because my shift at work started 30 minutes earlier than usual. So I'm getting up earlier. I got to remember and reset my alarm because we have so many kids on the bus mm-hmm. that I have to be there at 7 instead of 7.30 to get kids off the bus. So I'm Wait, yawning the kids are coming in at 7 on the bus? They're coming in at 7.30. Oh, good Lord. That but was I the time to... I started in middle school. Never mind kitty school. Yeah, it's early. The kids' um, class officially starts at 7.45, but the kids are riding the big kid buses, uh-huh. so they're coming in at 7.30 with the rest of the kids. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, And today was Grandparents' Day at the school, so we had lots of extra people floating around, hmm. which was exciting. Isn't today actually Grandparents' Day or something? Saturday was. was. Sunday. Sunday was. Okay. Yeah. My... Sister posted a thing about how mom was getting to have her first grandparents' day. Oh, mm-hmm. that's sweet. <laughs> yep. So, at any rate, uh, the people in Serenity are not worried about grandparents at the moment because there's a lot <laughs> no, more going not. on. 
they're the worried primary about buffer panel is overheating. The hydraulics are cutting out, and they're going to start having trouble turning left, apparently. And mm-hmm. Kaylee so, runs off to the engine room to start fixing things. There's a joke in there somewhere, but I can't make one. <laughs> Harry looks out the window and says, Ooh, the ships are all coming at us. Anara, come with me. Captain, we'll draw them away. Keep those shields up until we're in place. And he grabs Anara's arm and drags her away without giving Mal a chance to reply. And she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> They're going to be the bait to take their attention off of Serenity. And he's mm-hmm. taking her on her shuttle. And she is not entirely sure why she's even here. But <laughs> no. I guess he didn't want to blow up her shuttle without her. Yeah, know. being there. He says, you know, we need to get the attention off of Serenity on, on to us, grab onto something. And she's like barely had time to figure that out when they're in place. Mm-hmm. And so, and Mel's like, and... you better have a good plan, Harry. When does Harry have a plan? Harry's got a plan. Well, He's he gonna... does, because the the shields that Serenity has just put up because of the big explosion, are visible, whereas the ship itself is currently disillusioned. Mm-hmm. So what they end up doing is he gets the wizards on Serenity to drop their shields, and he puts up one up around the shuttle and heads off with that. So they have right. a big shiny marble to chase. And also the wreckage of the ship that exploded above them is sort of stuck to them and the shields. So that makes it even looks more like a of a thing. So he, and when he does his shield around his little tiny shuttle, he makes it great big. So it looks like it's Serenity. And he has, uh, I think, River, like, take off really fast. So all the debris fall off of her ship and onto his, or onto his shield. So it's it's a complicated dance here that they're doing without ever having to try. But it works, mm-hmm. which is uh, pretty good. For once. And River, get him out of there. Yeah. So they're, uh... and now all the people on Serenity are worried about them. And mm-hmm. Jane wants to know if he should grab a wizard and take the other shuttle. And Mal says, "No, they were chasing one thing, so let them keep chasing one thing." Yeah, we might need the shuttle later for something. And Kaylee's just trying to fix as much stuff as she can. And, and they're going into Atmo, and that's causing everything to heat up big time. Mm-hmm. And actually, Mel calls down to the engine room to see how Kaylee's doing, and she's not responding. So mm-hmm. Simon dashes back there to see what's going on. Yeah. And River puts down the landing gear, and only half of it comes down. So she's swearing. And now she can't get that half back up. So now they've got half the landing gear down. And she's telling them to hang on, or Mal's telling everybody to hang on. They need a new ship. She gets the landing gear up at the very last second. And so it just slams into the ground and curves up quite a bit of the terrain before it finally skids to a stop. And everybody's like, oh, <gasps> yeah. And we shift back to Harry and Dinara. And it turns out the reason he brought her along is because he needs her to fly the shuttle while he keeps the shield up because that's enough work mm-hmm. as it is. And yeah. So he says, you know, now would be a good time to start flying. And she goes, oh, right. Okay. Uh, let's fly over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And don't they like do the whole, uh, you're driving the car and, oh, you got a trade. So one person sort of stands up and the other person slides underneath them and grabs a hold of the wheel and the other one slides off kind of a thing. 
or am I just remembering imagining that from the way they um, said it? Uh, I it hasn't, don't. It hasn't happened yet, know. but it might later in the scene. I don't think scene. so. Apparently, um, that wasn't it. I just remembered it wrong. No, she's just so, worried because there's surrounded by reavers and she doesn't know where to mm-hmm. go. And he says, "You're doing fine. Just go away from the planet somewhere, and just go wherever you want. We're just buying them time." She's talking to herself. Come on, Anara, I can do this. <laughs> He's like, just fly aimlessly. And she's like, be quiet. I'm trying to concentrate. Yeah. And they get grappling hooks shot at them, but they bounce off Harry's shield mm-hmm. and it's fine. He's starting to sweat because it's tough to hold this shield up so long. Yeah. And she's like, why me? And he says, we're not going to die. We better not. But I mean, why did you need me? Mal's the best pilot. And after that would be River and then Zoe. And he says, you know your own shuttle and you have a vested interest in protecting your stuff. So he thought that would be a really good idea. Yeah. And his shield's starting to buckle and bend closer. It's holding, but it's starting yeah. to... And things just on slam him. on the outside of it. And like there are actual Reavers. Cause they, they land into another Reaver ship and <laughs> Reavers from that ship just sort of come running up and start pounding on their shield. And oh she's kind of hysterical because she didn't see them even come. And then there they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. And the only way to get the ship shuttle out is to drop the shield. And she's like, what? Those slaughter us. And he's like, no, nah, they're going to have bigger problems with the hole in their ship. Let's go. Yeah. And he wants to know how much power the shuttle has left. And he says, well, if we were fully charged, we'd have an hour. Uh, we weren't. So I'm surprised so it actually lasted as long as we have. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. You should have probably mentioned that before now. Are you ready? And he's like, no. He's like, too bad. And he drops the mm-hmm. shield and they swoop out. And, and because the shield was so much bigger than the shuttle, there is now a giant hole in that ship. And mm-hmm. they, have, Oops. they all get sucked out into space and then collapse. the ship collapses. And now um, the shuttle is still disillusioned, so they can't actually deliberately see where it is without the shield mm-hmm. there. So now they're trying to just avoid sneak away as much as they can. And yeah. for the most part, it works. And then... Inara curses them. She says it's kind of fun. This is kind of fun. And Ari's like, well, now it's going to go south. (laughs) And the battery dies. Mm -hmm. So they're going to have to coast into the planet, which is not generally good from outside of an orbit, but, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Harry tells her to plug her ears. And she's like, why? And he says, because I'm going to scream. And she's like... Okay, she plugs her ears and he yells, Akio Miranda! He's going to summon the planet, which will thereby pull them towards it. sense! But see, that's the whole thing about Harry's magic in this. If he believes it will work, it works. But (laughs) then... So he, and he I'm, does this whole reverse thing. He t- he talks about it either now or later or something. I, I he, know, but, but you can't, oh God. I've seen this in Fix before or in at least some other series where like, if you try well, and summon something bigger than you are, you go towards it. Mm-hmm. And so that's what they're kind of doing. Yeah, but you, uh, never mind. Yeah, I know it's. 
It's a little out there, but Harry mm-hmm. and this fic is a little out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, think a lot out there. Yeah. But that's the fun of it. <laughs> Things are bouncing all around, and ours like, can you smooth this right out? And he's like, nope. Yeah, he it, can you make the shuttle work again? In case they <laughs> don't make it through the atmosphere. Yeah. He says, I don't know. And she's like, do you have any idea what you're doing? And he says, oh, sure. I do this all nope. the time. Yeah. Have we at least got a plan for when we crash into the ground? Uh, Try not to. Yeah. And he doesn't have time to think of anything else, so he just puts the shield up again and makes Mm -hmm. a giant crater in in the ground. And then they just sort of land inside of it, and it works. And then he takes the shield down, and they just sort of drop the last few feet. Mm, How terrifying. Yeah. (laughs) But... They're alive, which is pretty amazing, except for that the Reavers are landing right behind them. Mm-hmm. And they happen to be Reavers that have a Firefly, which will come in handy later. Yeah, he calls Fox so that Inara is safe. Keep her safe and at a distance. And Inara is going to try and reach the planet's magic. So he's hoping it really is a magical planet mm-hmm. and he can do something with that. And it turns out he can do a whole lot with that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, he can. The, not only is the planet magical, it's really magical, and it super magics him. Yeah. It hasn't so had the, anybody using the magic for however many mm-hmm. years it's been since the whole Pax debacle. And uh, it's just like, what? You want magic? Magic? Okay, here! <laughs> <laughs> and so this huge blood red magical wave rolls through and stuns it's a stunning wave and it stuns all the reavers and then fox goes down yes well yeah and it leaves harry looking like seamus in the first movie yeah he looks like he's been electrocuted (laughs) his glamour is completely gone and his eyebrows are gone (laughs) why don't you confer with mr finnegan as I recall, he has a particular proclivity for pyrotechnics. Yeah. And she says, are those Reavers going to wake up? And as close as they were, maybe not. Not without a magic, you know, magic to wake them up. And she's like, I'm okay with that. Can we get away from these insane cannibalistic monsters? Nope. So Harry shrinks them into little action figures and puts them in his pocket. Yeah. And he's, he's supercharged with all this extra magic. And he's like, mm-hmm. okay, I need to get rid of some of this somehow or i'm gonna have a really bad magic hangover so he decides to just apparate them all to the rest Mm -hmm. of the people yeah instead of having fox take them he apparates them and then we're back on serenity and river's like hey wizard boys can you uh put out any fires that you see and uh (laughs) they're shooting water out of the wands and jane remembers when he was a little boy he used to uh shoot water out of his wand to put out fires i mean Mm -hmm. it works (laughs) as a lot of boys i have known have done into campfires in campgrounds all around the world Mm -hmm. so and like you say it works and they glare at him and he shuts up yes and it turns out that kaylee had been knocked out and has a concussion And she's like, no, it's fine. It's a little bump. Nah, I just hit my head. Mm-hmm. And 
Simon starts talking about her condition, which is never a good idea. A good idea, no. I'm pregnant. I don't have a disease. But they they know that she's pretty much survived the ship as the she. Yeah. And then... They lost the primary buffer panel again. But... <laughs> Yeah. They, yeah. Simon Sit. takes Kaylee off to her room and as they're leaving, Simon says, let us know when Harry and Adara are back. And Kaylee's like, what? They're gone? Where do they go? Oh yeah, we didn't tell you that. What's happening? Yeah. It's because you were unconscious at the time or you'd have known this. Mm-hmm. And, so they, and they put bubblehead charms on them and on Mal, Mal's like, ah, my nose itches and I can't scratch it how do i scratch my nose and fullerton said with your finger and mal's like i couldn't do this a minute ago or a second ago and he says would you trying to scratch your nose or destroy the bubble because it'll let you put your hands inside the bubble it just won't let you destroy it because we, you need to be breathing clean air yeah Does that so, well, although come to that we don't see what you can and can't do with bubblehead charm and cannon yeah, we know nope, we very don't. little about them, except that mm-hmm. they work under a lake, apparently. Um, and yeah, in but, this version, see, that makes... Mel tries to knock on it a few times, and his hand isn't going through, and then his hand suddenly goes through, and he hits himself in the face. <laughs> but well, see, he... that, t- that part doesn't make sense to me either, because you've only got a finite amount of oxygen, and it's tiny. And if you're but breathing, it, it run out. The oxygen, re- the oxygen renews in the bubblehead charm. Yeah, that's part of the spell. It's, it's part of the supposed spell. to keep you having a steady supply of breathable air, regardless yeah. of whether you're underwater mm-hmm. or not. Because, yeah, if they were just making a literal bubble and it was, you know, a little bit larger than your head, you could only go under the lake for maybe five minutes and then you'd have to mm-hmm. come back again. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So they see uh, a shuttle landing, and they think it's Harry and Inara, and they realize, nope, that's not. So then they, oh, no, that's the reverse. Oh, dear. And Fullerton says, it's okay. Fox just disappeared, so he's going to help Harry. And Mal's like, well, they might need help. (laughs) Fullerton's like, I think you're underestimating Mr. Potter and the power of a phoenix. (laughs) And then they see the giant red bubble that we just saw from the other perspective. Mm Mm-hmm. And the wizards get all excited because that means it's a magical planet. Yeah. And Dig Dug can confirm it now. Before, he wasn't sure. It just felt a little bit odd. But now that the magic's woken up, mm-hmm. the you yeah. know, this is the first time Miranda's provided anybody with magic. But it's like, right. okay, sure, it's right here. And when they arrive, Harry makes a bubblehead charm for Inara, and it smells like... Cinnamon, cinnamon and citrus and she's like what and he said well if you don't add a slight odor then all you smell is your own breath and that's not good and she's like cinnamon and citrus and he said i couldn't decide which one so they both came out i could have gone for jane's gym shorts if you'd rather and she's like oh thanks thanks a lot i like this one mm-hmm. he's like well i see your landing was only slightly better than ours <laughs> yeah. and they let him know that kaylee bumped her head but everybody's okay yeah, and, and Dig Harry Dug has went a theory after the... that um, the reason the Reavers noticed them is because they were being too quiet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and who knows? Uh, Dig Dug went after the goblins, so now the goblins are coming up, and they're going to start the cleanup process because they're going to take care of the dead bodies. 
and everybody's making fun of Harry's new look because he mm-hmm. has no eyebrows and he's got all his gray hair back because his uh, glamour's gone. Yeah. And they send him to see Kaylee because she's worried about him. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he stops. Um, he He's about to put his glamour back up and River says, no, wait, go see Kaylee first. She'll enjoy this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And Kaylee's I'm like, I'm kind of picturing were... Doc Brown at this point. Yeah, I know. That's kind of what I'm thinking too. And apparently, Simon has popped the question because, you know, flying through reverse and having Kaylee get a concussion has made him realize his own immortality. And he's like, I better propose. And he's, <laughs> Kaylee's laughing because, or <sighs> yelling because he was worried she'd say no. Because of and, Harry. Yeah, because of Harry. Yeah. And he's like, I know this is a bad time, but... Mm-hmm. Oh my like, goodness, this is very parts of the Caribbean. Yeah, Kaylee says, nothing could make me happier at this moment. And Harry says, I'm sure it won't, but you mind if I try? <laughs> and she just bursts out laughing. Cause... And then Simon is angry at him for saying... Why did like, why did you tell me she'd say no? And Harry says, "How did it feel when she said yes?" Mm-hmm. You put him on the top of the world, and if he'd gone into it expecting her to say yes, he would never have gotten that same feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And Kaylee wants to know if he's okay, if he's there to see Simon, and he says, "No, River and Mel just thought I should show you this. <laughs> <laughs> they thought you'd think it was funny." Yeah, and Simon says, well, now we have to name our baby River or Mel. There's no engagement (laughs) gift that's better than this. Yeah, and then Kaylee's like, Harry, we're getting married. And Harry's like, I heard. And What are you going to get us? And so Harry pulls the Reavers out of his pocket. An action figure? Oh, let me see your boy dolls. And she's like, it's a Reaver. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. (laughs) And she takes it. She bites on its head gently. And someone's like, ah, that's been in his pocket. And Harry says, and it's a reaver. I mean, really, it's a reaver. <laughs> yeah. You remember how I turned you into beads? I just made them small. Mm-hmm. And Simon flings his across the room. And Kaylee's just like, hmm, what? Hmm. Tastes good. <laughs> yeah. And we and find then... out that the, there's no packs in the, in the air, so they can take it off and not worry about them. Take off their bubble yeah. head charms. Zoe, Jane, and Fullerton have gone to check it out and found out it seems to be fine. It's probably been clear for about 15 years. Mm-hmm. Seems to be fine. Brought, oh, dear. They brought all the sealed canisters that were unused back to the ship so they can start using that to inject the Reavers with. Right. And the goblins clean up all the dead bodies and they structurally reinforce and clean the buildings and all yeah, of that they, they try and set up keep records of anything identifiable in case they can you know uh, send something to relatives or something but they don't Identify have the time to give them all individual burials so Mm-mm. yeah and they kind of put together a hospital yep it's a swanky hospital and on the fifth floor like the fourth fifth sixth seventh floors are the ones that the reavers are on and they start off on one floor and then move up or down depending on how they're doing. Yeah, and and they, the, the third floor is for you know other regular hospital things that they might need. Mm-hmm. And the Reavers are surprisingly easy to deal with. 
The Imperious Curse keeps him docile. Body binds keep him from moving. Legitimacy scans show exactly what they're thinking, and they're able Which to is not much. figure it out. Yeah, they could. They can easily identify the difference between memories they had before becoming Reavers and the very muddled and jangled memories mm-hmm. that they have while they were. Yeah. So they're obliviating all of those specifically. Yeah. Or that yeah. that's an, at least an option. They say that'd take a really long time to do that, but it should be possible. And the first reaver that they actually get to calm down and be lucid and maintain conversations is named Lenny. And Lenny either feels like a idiot or a monster. He doesn't quite know which. And then finally he just decides to shut down for a while. I don't blame yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's the first one to get moved to the fourth floor. Yeah. And Duncan's sending them supplies to keep them up and running. Kaylee's taking things easy, although she is uh, working with the non-magical wizards for uh, who are trying to fix Serenity because they're doing it all wrong. So she's <laughs> yeah, making she, them follow She's her. mostly supervising and bossing them around, but occasionally mm-hmm. she just has to get in there and fix something. Of course. Well, you know. And then they start uh, rebuilding ships and send them out after Reavers, which everybody kind of takes a turn. Uh, and Jane's captaining and Reavers piloting one of the ships. And Yeah. They're... They just keep starting out with it invisible and they go out a ways and then they drop the invisibility and get a bunch of Reavers to chase them and go back to the planet. Mm-hmm. So on and so forth. And they do, they've set up this invisible net, um, which I th- think is maybe something they got from Duncan. Yeah, or maybe. It might well, be there, a magical there thing. There was a sort of uh, invisible net thing in the series. Yeah, so they, they, they found one in. of those somewhere. I can't remember exactly where it came up. Or they designed it with magic or something. Mm-hmm. And um, they um, and Harry's turned all the pieces of it invisible. And or disillusion them all. And so mm-hmm. they can just get the Reavers to chase them in that direction. And then oh, it God, it's like takes out all the power on their ships. And, uh, yeah. Uh, and then they, they gas them. They, they send in a knockout gas. And once they're sure everybody's asleep, they go in and stun them and transfer them to the hospital. And that's mm-hmm. the end of the chapter. And we move on to the next one, mm-hmm. which is called yeah. an ordinary day. And Lenny informs a nurse that one of the other patients is waking up. I assume we're on a time skip. Yes. Probably, yes. At least a little bit. And Jane and Jane enter. Of course, Jane the nurse uh, is going in to be the nurse. And Jane, the other Jane, is there with his gun. (laughs) Goodness me. Mm -hmm. Yes. And the man doesn't know what's happened. He's sort of woke up and he's very confused. He doesn't have a lot of memories right yet. No. Yeah, he at and, least remembers his name is Sam. That's good. Yep. And he's very confused and asking a few questions. And uh, Jane says, the lady said your questions have to wait. And he's like, why are you pointing a gun at me? What is? Mm-hmm. And she's like, just relax, Sam. It's only a tranquilizer gun. It won't hurt you. Uh, yes. And. You know, yeah. you can call me Nurse Conrad or Jane. I'll answer to both. And my other overprotective co-worker's name is Jane, too. 
And he says, that's a boy's name? And... Jane uh, shoots him. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Oops. <laughs> You're not helping. They uh, they strap him on in really good, and then they wake him back up. And Sam wakes up screaming, and they want to know if he feels any excess rage or anger. And he's like, no, I'm feeling calmer than I think is warranted when people are shooting me. And mm-hmm. Jane's like, that's good. Do you have any desire to cut yourself or eat human flesh? It's like, what are you talking about? And then they have this series of videos and they leave him strapped in and walk out and leave him to watch these videos that show. Oh, yes, that's exactly what you should do. (laughs) It's kind of harsh. Yeah, they they could have done a lot better. Well, this is what they found that works. I don't know. And then they, uh, Lenny comes in. And uh, one of the wizards must come in and and hits Sam with a calming charm and a cheering charm to help him feel a little better. Did they not give them dreamless sleep? They should give them dreamless sleep. Mm-hmm. Don't know. Well, they kind of have to let them sort through some of the memories, I guess. Mm-hmm. Figure stuff out. But... Yeah. So they talk a little bit about the videos. Lenny says that he was a reaver too, and that he's kind of got his. That was a fun sound. Something big just went over the house. Oh, dear. Like a, a blue heron or something. Oh. Hmm. Um, Where did I come from? The non-sexual reaver edition. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Where did you come from? And what is a reaver? <laughs> yeah. And Mr. Universe has put together these uh, educational videos with uh, the Imperial March in them. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. Yeah. And Sam's looking at the scars on Lenny's face, and he says, did a river do that to you? And Lenny's like, well, you could say that. I did it to myself, but I was a reaver at the time. I cut my mouth open so that I could use all, I could attack with all my teeth at once. Mm-hmm. How very joker of you. Mm-hmm. And there's a long line of uh, non, or of cosmetic surgery, so, you know, I could get it fixed, but... It'll take a while. And they have Reaveraholics Anonymous. Oh, dear. Yeah. And that seems to be the most helpful thing that goes on. That's Lenny's name for the group therapy sessions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he watches some more videos, and then Jane comes in and wants to know if, how he's feeling. Yeah. And the, the next video is The Magical World, an ad- introduction to wizards, witches, phoenixes, and goblins. Because they'll see all of those. Lenny tells him it'll make him kid again and then jane comes in bringing some food they're not allowed meat for a while until they are sure they can handle it yeah and sam says well i guess that makes sense Mm -hmm. and he wants to know if jane is a witch and she says no not really my grandfather's a wizard goodness he's not but no not that jane oh jane conrad the nurse Mm -hmm. but her grandfather is a wizard and Yes, we are also glad that Jane Cobb is not a wizard. No, that would be bad. That would be very, very bad. Yeah. And Jane, Nurse Cronrad, Jane sort of tells him a little bit about herself, and then he turns to the other Jane and says, well, what about you? And Jane says, I'm from here now, and I like to shoot people, because Nurse Conrad has talked about how they came from the earth that was, and or her, her grandfather did, and stuff like that. 
Yeah. And Sam, Sam says, says, if you, if I start eating people, you have my full permission to shoot me. Mm-hmm. And Jane wants to know if he really wants to be shot. And Sam says, right now, I don't know that I care. And she says, good. Um, I'm glad you were honest with me. Yeah. So, there are several different options that they can go through. Mm-hmm. One is to keep going through the healing process, have therapy, get cleared, etc. And get a new start on life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, they talk, they have this plan where you can write letters to your family that don't actually get sent. And then they try to find the family, figure out if the family has moved on and whether or not that they should try to contact them. The, the second option is, let's see. Well, they talk for a while. They talk about the cosmetic surgeries that are available. Mm-hmm. She says they're, they, exist but they have long waiting lists so it might take a while yeah so uh here's the other options they uh one of the options is to see if they become magical to put it in a short sentence (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. sam's like i'm not sure about this i'm just getting my life back and they're like well that's okay you know you've got time and then some people just aren't able to get better and some of them choose to die. Yeah, and the the so the second and third option is to just make them forget everything mm. and take take the last fifteen years away completely, and then go back to a different sort of life without being aware that magic is real at all. This sounds and like then the third option is to before. just let them die. If that's really mm-hmm. what they want. Yeah, and they decide they they don't like to do that for anybody, but it, the consensus was it's best to at least offer the choice. Mm-hmm. Lenny comes in with the wheelchair, wants to know if they if Sam got any sleep, but he had nightmares, and Sam, Lenny's going to show Sam around a bit. So, and he explains that uh, for him the nightmares haven't stopped yet, so they might last for a while. Yeah. And Lenny says, you know, you don't have to talk to me about your nightmares, but you probably will have to talk to someone. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness Harry's learned something on that score and actually encourages other people to open up about things. Yeah. They have a, a sticking charm and a cushioning charm on the wheelchair. So once you sit down, you're not going to be able to get up again until we get to a wizard. So you better go to the bathroom first. And Sam's uh, impressed by how comfortable the chair is but that would be the cushioning charm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he tells him that he needs to shut his eyes while they go through the the wards hiding the door because it's weird looking. And all of, the, all of the doors are hidden so that if somebody actually does escape, they'd have a hard time getting through. Mm-hmm. So only authorized people can enter or leave. And if he'd had his eyes open, it would have fogged out as they went through the door, which is disconcerting. Mm-hmm. So they yeah. find it easier to just have people close their eyes. Yeah. And there's a little chapel and different things like that. Lenny sits down and talks to him about the theory of how the river reavers kind of came to be and that there's children, they're second generation reavers and they're, they're not sure how they come to be, but that they were maybe captured and, and forced to watch their spouses or children torn apart and destroyed or, different things like that, or they just 
they don't really know, but there are some that didn't get made from the packs. Mm -hmm. And the only way they can deal with those kind is to just erase their memories. Mm -hmm. But usually they don't have a full 15 years of Reaver memories, just a shorter amount. So it's a little bit easier. Yeah. Yeah. So then they talk about the M gene and and Sam's like, I could have been a wizard. (laughs) Well, it's a wizard dream gene, but there's much more to it than just that. And Sam thinks he would have liked being a wizard. Maybe. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then they see Simon and Kaylee. And then Lenny's sort of recommending the benefits of, um, staying on Miranda is that everybody here knows about the Reavers and understands all of that. So mm-hmm. it's not weird for them to see people with discolored skin patches or scars or missing an eye or what have you. Yeah. And then and they, yes. they see they there's a cafeteria and Dr. Tam is getting pelted with grapes and he wants to, uh, Sam wants to know if it's a lover's quarrel. And Lenny says, that's Dr. Tam. He's the head of the, medical department and Sam wants to know if Kaylee's an escapee from the maternity ward and no she just likes to eat a lot so she's always here coming here to get lunch or second lunch or third lunch or maybe tea Kaylee's a hobbit (laughs) she is and then they see Inara holy crap is that a companion companion. yeah Mm -hmm. and Sam says yeah you can tell um, just by the way she walks yeah, and same way Lenny's you can surprised because he didn't know that. But mm-hmm. he thought she was just the cook on Serenity. I'm yeah, that's what she is now. Tell, tell that to her face. <laughs> and then Harry comes and says, "Hey, Lenny, you haven't slept and eaten any babies, have you?" Sam's eyes widen because Harry's back in his disguise and he looks like a little kid. Yeah. And River's like, "Harry, you're scaring the newbie." Says, ah, Sam's made of stronger stuff than that. Mm-hmm. I am Harry, um, and you know he says the the captain's been on my case to appoint a sheriff. So when a cop turned reaver is breezing through rehab, I snuck a few peeks at the charts. So he's he's got high hopes for Sam if he decides <laughs> mm-hmm. to stick around. Yeah, and then they, but he's got to go and have his meeting with the doctor first, and. Stuff like that. And he says, you know, Lenny, I'll fill you in on the mind healing stuff. And by the way, you can stand up if you want, because he's released the charm. Mm -hmm. Then Lenny has to explain that Harry is a wizard and part of the Serenity crew, because he had already been told that the Serenity crew wasn't actually wizards. So he's slightly confused. Yeah. There's... Different things about Harry. I've heard a whole bunch of different stories about him. Who knows? He's somewhere over 150. And apparently Dr. Fullerton was named after him. And, but yeah. he's younger than him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And apparently he doesn't usually do mind healing, so he must think Sam is a special case. Yeah. And and so when we find out that about that in the next little bit, because uh, Sheriff Reynolds, Mal turns around. Who said that? Harry wants to know if the gun's loaded with bullets or trank darts, because if it's bullets, he doesn't know. But if it's just tranquilizers, then it was Reaver. But River. it comes River. Yeah, River. River, Reaver. I can't read. <laughs> Bit of a difference, though. Uh, just a little. Uh, but he's gone through uh, Sam's mind, and he's, you know, 
a cop with a righteous streak and he's going to get released pretty soon and he'd probably make a really good sheriff and that will make Mal happy. Because Mal wants to get back into the sky. He's been planet side too long. Yep. And he doesn't really like the other thing that Harry and Fullerton have planned, but he wants to get back in the air, so let's do it. And Yeah. So... So we get to find out what that is later, I guess. Mm-hmm. And apparently they're trying to come up with different names for Miranda because that has too many bad memories. And so Harry says, you know, if you've got any name suggestions, pass them on. And River suggests Luna and says, no, not nope. that. Uh, but everybody else likes that one, too, <laughs> Harry. And then she has the idea that uh, Frank could just make deliveries through the the vanishing cabinets instead of flying here all the time. And Harry's like, oh, why didn't I think of that? And then cause you're not, he takes credit. F- he get- takes credit for it, <laughs> which makes her mad. But then he's letting people know that they want to go let the Alliance know about the wizarding world. Dun, dun, dun. On to the next chapter. Mm-hmm. Chapter is, three, six. Remember me. Remember me. Yeah. So Mel's been on Miranda for a little over three months at this point, apparently. It's been a while. Mm -hmm. And there are apartment buildings filled with perfectly normal, perhaps a bit too kindly and pleasant former Reavers, which is really weird for Mel. But (laughs) just a little. But it's working. It's what they wanted and what they were trying to do, and it's actually working. So it's pretty cool. And then Sam comes in and introduces himself to Mal because Mal's sort of killing time waiting for Anara to get out of a session. And Sam says, I've heard that you're looking for a sheriff and I just thought you'd want to meet me. And Sam says, having somebody in your head's a bit uncomfortable. <laughs> you yeah, would know all about that. Mm-hmm. And he'd only been a deputy for about a month before the packs happened. But he's ready and willing to become one again. Yeah. And Mal wants to know if he's going to make a run for it. And he says, I wouldn't tell the sheriff if I was. (laughs) (laughs) Or you could claim refuge in audacity. Hmm, I suppose. Yeah. And Sam wants to know if he's already offering him the job. And Mal says, well, you came here kind of wondering about it, right? And Mal says, you know, this isn't my life. I want to be back up in the sky. That's that's what I do. You folks can save yourselves. Aww. And Sam gestures towards Nara and says, well, what about her? And Mal's like, I'm taking her with me. And so. And Harry is apparently doing something that's going to delay them some more, but he wants yeah. to leave as soon as he can. Which is telling the Alliance. Oh, dear. Yeah. And. They uh, and they invite him to dinner. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Sam has heard he was a decorated sergeant, so he figures you know that might help dealing with the alliance. And Mel says it wasn't on their side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not so much. So yes, they head over to the cafeteria, mm. and then they pull him into the special wizards part of it, or at least the uh, better. Uh, part because in the other side when you go through there you can actually have alcohol so Sam gets a beer 
And Nara's like, he's still healing. And Mal's like, it's just a beer. It'll be fine. Yeah. And Inara gets chicken pasta salad. Mm-hmm. Mal gets a burger and fries. And yeah. he mentions that been... fine to get meat if he wants it. Yeah. So he has the chicken pasta too. Yeah. And then Jane... <laughs> Nurse Conrad Jane comes in and says, my feet are killing me. And the other Jane says, you want me to shoot him? (laughs) Well, you stop uh, offering to shoot things. (laughs) And they both want a burger. And they let him know that Sam's going to be the new sheriff. And and Jane Jane hopes that means they're leaving soon. Yeah. It'll depend on Harry, who went to. Yep. Went to talk to the Alliance. Mm -hmm. That should be interesting. Yeah, and Mal says, "Well, I figure I've, we've got a few hours at least before they mobilize to destroy the planet." Yeah. <laughs> so Harry's called all of these people in for a conference by and let them know. Probably Frank did this, and they all think that each other has called this meeting. And so the one man's like, "This better be good," and somebody <laughs> else is like, "I don't appreciate emergency calls at one thirty in the morning." And- when slam. else were you getting an emergency call? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're all like, I didn't initiate this meeting. No, I didn't initiate this meeting. Yeah. And then Harry shows up. Yeah. If it wasn't you, who was it? <laughs> that would be me. Mm-hmm. And who I am is not nearly as important as what I am. Yeah. And you can and stop hitting way, your panic buttons. Yeah. They're not working. Mm-hmm. And now they're all feeling pretty nervous. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Why don't you all have a seat? And he just sort of moves his hands and they're all sitting Sitting. in facing like they've shifted from being around a big table to in a uh, classroom setting. Yeah. Stadium seating. Mm -hmm. He says, now I have absolutely no intention of hurting any of you, but that's only my intention, not a promise. (laughs) And he uh, cancels the Obliviate that he did on them. And now they know who he is. Ah, I'm glad to see I've not been forgotten, says Harry. And he's doing everything he can to be way over the top magically. And he... So Harry's being all melodramatic and he's like, I am Harry Potter and I am a wizard. <laughs> and one of them is like, I thought you were a wizard hero. And he's like, well... Hero's a subjective word. You know, I am a hero to wizards. <laughs> but basically what I want to talk about is, you know, wizardry, magic, these are actual things that exist. Yep. And he does all these showy things to show them. Yeah. Makes a bunch of identical versions of himself to um, tell the story. Distribute sentences like he was the twins. Mm-hmm. How did he do that? He just illusion, illusion. probably. Yeah. He's not actually making copies of himself. He's just making them see them. Oh, God, that would be terrifying. I was born in the 20th century and killed my first demon before the turn of the of the millennium. I lived through the 21st century and saw the magical and non-magical world coexisting in peace, if not harmony. They just... They like these videos, too. The, they've gotten all into the videos for the reverse, so now they're making videos for the Alliance as well. Oh my! And mm-hmm. and he shows 
clips of him meeting with a bunch of kings and presidents and mm-hmm. various countries' leaders and saying, you know, all the leaders of the non-magical world were aware of the magical world and they helped us keep a secret from the general population and we helped each other out when we needed to. Yeah, and now he's saying, and Miranda is the new wizarding world. Steps have been taken to ensure that the wizarding world will never disappear again. We're not going to stand for this! We'll hunt every last one! And Harry no, you're snaps silly. his fingers and Jenkins' mouth disappears. I asked you nicely to be quiet. Destroying my world would destroy your own civilization. So you might want to wait and think about this a minute. And he talks about how the Pax killed all those people and that they're reversing it. And they're curing the Reavers. And they, he wants the Wizarding World and the Magical World to work together. And we're, you know, extending you an olive branch and we hope that you'll accept it. And they said, well, what happens if we don't? And he just evilly grins and his eyes glow and there's flickers of flames. And oh, Harry, then you will be on your way to making an enemy of the wizarding world and no gods on Mount Olympus would save you this time. And he starts juggling light in his hands and, you know, he's just way over the top. And then it just stops, mm-hmm. and he's there's no wind. He's just standing there, looking normal, and he's got a tiny little bit of green energy in his hand, and he makes it into a little sapling, and then an olive branch, and he says, <laughs> "Suffice to say, wizards will make better allies than enemies." Mm-hmm. And so then he uh, says that he's going to go through like a portal and bring Fullerton over, which is Fullerton's has been waiting. Um, oh, and then yeah, he's just been standing bring, there, indivisible the whole time. Yeah, and they bring in um, Antonio. Is that his name? Yeah, Antonio. <laughs> Sir, yeah. I got your message, and I got here as soon as I could. And when did you get my message? Uh, thirteen and a half minutes ago. Is everything all right? And Gunner gestures towards Harry. Do I know you? And he, so he's been totally brief, and he's play acting that he doesn't know Harry. And Harry's gonna quote remove his memory term, and then he's like, Oh, I remember you. And so Harry wants Antonio to be their liaison and he's making it look like they don't know each other and that they're not friends, which we know they are. And this way they'll have a spy in, in the Alliance camp. Yeah. And they all say, yes, you know, this is the best place for you to serve your government because none of them want to do mm-hmm. it. <laughs> and he doesn't seem to be, you know, particularly on the wizard's side, although he, of course he is. Yeah. And then Um. Harry wants to talk about Operation E-271, which is basically the bomb to blow up Miranda. And so he uh, wants them to get rid of the bomb. And then Harry disappears and Fullerton's like, bugger. Hi, Harry. And what's wrong? He's oh, I just have a really long way to now to get back to Miranda. So, but they, he answers questions and talks about the wizarding world, all of that. And then Antonio and Fullerton are going to uh, leave together. And Fullerton's supposedly going to apparate him out back to his place to pick up some clothes. And they actually just, uh, which they do, they check in with Mr. Universe and then they join Harry and River. 
So, and then we jumped to a meeting with the assistant director of the Alliance and Jack and the assistant director tells, oh, Harry, before he leaves, Harry scans everybody's minds and makes sure that they're all pretty much on, on their side and not thinking about doing something terrible. <laughs> Good idea. Mm-hmm. So director John Bauer, I love this is John Bauer and Jack. So if you put Jack Bauer, Jack and Bauer together, then you get 24, which I thought was pretty funny. I don't know if that was meant to be or not, but that's where my brain went. Alex, you have to let probably you have to let go of me, honey, so I can shift. Thank you. Um, so Jack's supposed to get rid of the bomb, but what Bauer doesn't know is that Jack is part of the family, the families that were supposed want to, to destroy the wizard. Yeah, demons. they want to destroy the wizard demon. Oh dear. Yeah. Yeah, and he's decided, all right, the wizard demons are obviously real. Harry Fullerton seems to be real, and the other two that we saw them meet earlier had been compromised, and now it looks like his boss and a bunch of other people have also been mm-hmm. compromised. So he's going to take care he's of He's going to, yes. I'll take care of that bomb. Wait, I thought Harry did legitimacy on but them. But Jack wasn't there. Jack's somebody that they've called in at the end. Well, that's right. So... So um, Antonio is supposedly bugged, but that's not going to work because magic and bugs don't work. Nope. Um, well, not in that sense anyway. No. And he uh, calls in. He, they have no idea that uh, the Alliance has no idea that he's uh, hanging out with the wizards at the moment. And they're like, sir, yeah, I found out that magic will interfere with some signals. That's probably why the bugs aren't working. Um, yes, sir. They seem very open and honest. I doubt they're listening. And even if they are, I wouldn't know how to stop them. And he's like, I don't think that would be a good idea. Asking them to turn the bugs on me so that you can spy on them, uh, might take away from this <laughs> subterfuge. <laughs> don't you think? The whole point of the spying part. Yeah. I live to oh, serve my. the Alliance, sir. No problem. Oh, this lot is not very bright. Mm-hmm. And they... Uh, Peeves gives him a wet willy in both ears. He just shrieks right into his cob. He's like, oh, sorry, sir, that was the poltergeist that haunts the ship. I better be going now. I gotta go. (laughs) We see Red got slimy head. Naughty, naughty friend of potty. Peeves got his language back. That's nice. Oh, good grief. It's like, how much longer before he learns to speak normally? Mm -hmm. And Fullerton says, that's about as normal as Peeves ever gets. And, uh, (laughs) Antonio wants to know if he can just crash here because he's tired. And so he gets to go in the guest room. And they're actually back. I thought they were on Serenity, but they're not. They're back on Miranda. Um, mm-hmm. Well, they're, they are, um, cur- they were currently on Frank. Oh, and then they went through the... Harry just takes them through the cabinet yeah, to Miranda. It. Yeah. And Harry tells the Serenity crew that it all went just fine. We don't have anything to worry about. Mm-hmm. Which means, of course, they yeah. do. But... We did Good Wizard Vengeful God. That was it. Yeah. And so he wants to know if it's going to come back and bite them, which it probably mm-hmm. will. Yeah. And so Harry's now in an immortal because they told him that he was at the ground zero of a bomb, and how old he is, well, and all that stuff. Technically, he would be. Those parts are mm-hmm. true. Depending on your your interpretation of the hollows in book seven. Yeah. 
I don't know if this version of Harry has the hollows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do they mention the Elder Wand at some point? They might have. I don't think so. I, I don't did. think so. I think it was mm-hmm. before the hollows, though, because he's talking about how, you know, oh, he didn't have his old invisibility cloak before anymore, but he bought 67 of them and it's all fine. Mm-hmm. So, but yes, that would actually tie in relatively well if they had written it after that. But so there, uh, Jack has talked to the Alliance Personnel Transport Coordinator Stan Johnson, and there he's going to be joining Antonio's team, basically, and he's heading off with. Uh, he wants to just sort of join in with them and and head out. With a dozen people. Mm-hmm. And then we have uh, Harry putting the last of the vanishing cabinets in one on Serenity and one in uh, Simon and Kaylee's place. And he he puts the fat lady on it because he tells Kaylee that it would be that she might be helpful with the baby on the because she's used to being around kids. And that makes <laughs> Kaylee tear up. <laughs> Yeah. They've decided that they're not going to get married for a while because they want to they want the parents to be there and all that stuff and they want to she wants to be able to get married and go on the honeymoon and have lots of mucky sex. So, and Simon's okay with that idea. <laughs> of course he yeah, is. Surely. And then they talk about names. And if it's a girl, we're going to call her Simon because Simon has lots of rules about what a good name will is acceptable and so she's decided that the only one that works is Simon. And if it's a boy can't remember. I'm going to name him Stargazer Moonbeam Strawberry. <laughs> oh, um, I'm sure I guess we'll see how that actually turns out. I'm sure they'll change their mind when it gets a little closer, but she's kinda of mad at Simon right now, so she's <laughs> she's doing it that way. Yeah, she's messing with him. Mm-hmm. Then uh, Duncan and his new wife show up from their honeymoon and they start uh, to get a tour and stuff. And Mm -hmm. Harry. Yes. This is a different Sam. Yes. Takes the different Sam. uh, And he's going to take her to Kaylee so that she might get the pregnancy bug. And Duncan's not happy with that idea at all. I thought Duncan was like a teenager, though. He must be a little older. He is. Yeah. But he, he must be an well, older teenager. He's like 14, 15. Technically 18, 19. So, yeah. He, he's 15 and she's 20, I think, is what we oh. found out in the early That's chapters. right. I remember that now. Yeah. Or he could be 16 by now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... And catching the pregnancy bug, it doesn't quite work like that. But, well, yes. you know, some. No, I know, what I, I know what they mean. Really like babies. So, if you get them around somebody with babies. Then they want a baby too, so I can kind of see the pregnancy. Thing. Oh, I know the feeling. You won't believe how hormonal I used to get. Uh, yeah, I'm not a baby. <laughs> you well, then, then I turned have... about 25, and then it all went away. Thank God. And they have fun introducing all the people with the same name. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, Sam. I'd like you to meet Sam. I don't know if you remember Jane, but this lovely lady with him is named Jane. <laughs> Jane, Jane, Sam. Sam. <laughs> it's like Harry and other Harry. It's like my uncle. My uncle dated Debbie's. That was he liked girls named Debbie. 
And then one day, three hmm. girls showed up all at the same time, and he had to introduce them all to each other. Debbie, this is Debbie. Debbie, this is oh, Debbie, yeah. Debbie. This is Debbie. 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 Yeah, he married a Debbie, so I guess it was worth wow. it. Wow. Well, that's like among my friends. Apparently, the the guy to date is Dave. At least three, probably more than that, of my friends are dating a, or married to a Dave. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure they all go by Dave. Wow. So far, I don't think they have all been in the same room at the same time. But God help us when they do. <laughs> uh, his team into place. And he's uh, showing people around, giving them a tour. And he leaves some people at the water treatment plant. Is that right? Is it the water treatment plant that they end up at? Yeah. I think so. And to work on some stuff. And then he calls Harry and says, there's been an explosion. And then Antonio says, uh, Harry's blood freezes when he hears water treatment plant. And he says, did you see it? No. But then there's this giant geyser of fire shooting up from the ground. Yeah. Oh, dear. And he uh, has Mr. Universe relay to the Goblin conference room that they need to do a full lockdown within 60 seconds and to get ready for a total evacuation and then harry sends antonio to go find mal and the sheriff and tell him that the guard goblin wards are up and all of that and the, he heads off it he knows that it's the phase one of the e271 weapon so they need to be ready because things are getting ready to go very very badly on Miranda. Yes, not so great. No, no. And so he decides to go get to the plasma drill, and this is where we get super hairy. Dun dun dun. Mm. <laughs> he dives <laughs> in and he's he's going at terminal velocity, but he's not sure how fast that is. So he calls River and. He, and River's like 125 miles an hour. The bomb's probably going 350. And he's like, crap. And then he drops the radio. So that's the end of that. And so he starts doing banishing charms above himself to try to make himself go faster. And then he slams into the bomb. And River had and then Algernon. So that's uh, Neville, right? The Neville guy. Yes, Algernon yeah. Longbottom, yeah. Neville's great, great, whatever grandson, and wants to be apparated to the basement. And we gotta clear everybody out of Earth because we might have, uh, we might be blowing Earth up because we either have to blow up, oops, Frank or Earth, and Harry has to pick one, oops. But yeah. and Frank says he wants to take it himself mm -hmm. he's not going to let them blow up either of the planets and so they move all the vanishing cabinets so that harry doesn't have a choice when he finally gets and sheriff sam and mal are on gifts and they're going around and telling people you gotta evacuate get on let's go they're grabbing people and jane's over driving another one that's scary uh there so basically this bomb cuts through the down into the core and starts terraquakes which start to shake everything apart and then once it gets all the way down it explodes into the in the center of the planet and that'll destroy it completely uh -oh. yeah and then inara grabs antonio 
then we've got to get inside the wards and then she says wait i gotta get serenity <laughs> he's like okay you go i'll get my own ride back and then he sees smith and he knows that smith was the one that did it so he's like come on we gotta go you know smith's like let's go you're a good guy come on weatherby get on the ship let's get out of here and antonio's like what's going on and he's like demons we gotta get we gotta get away from the demons and you know and so antonio <laughs> decks him just knocks him out and then he goes ow but he, he apparently knocked out a mm-hmm. tooth and inara doesn't quite know how to fly serenity so he she's got her just a little bit up in the air and she's flying her towards the wards because they want to be able to protect her and frank's like now you tell serenity i love her i always long to dock with her and make lots of little shuttles and Richard's like, you are kidding me. <laughs> well, you know. And then she says. <laughs> and he's like, this is what you want to be remembered in my girl. These are your last words, really? He's like, well, yeah. it'd be a great relationship. <laughs> <laughs> and then she says, how far away are you? Oops. And she's like, you're kidding, right? And he's like, uh, no. And then floors it, but he hasn't gotten very far away from the planet. Oops. And now Harry, a stick and charm on his hand, and he's getting a hold of the bomb, and he's trying to stop it, but it just dislocates his shoulder, and he... Oh, Harry. Yeah. So he eventually calls for Fox. Fox comes. But Fox Fox is getting ready to burn, so... He's not very, oh uh, he's pretty weak and not, not in the best of shape, but he, he gets him there. Um, they land up where he expects to, and River puts the fire extinguisher on, but it's Fox is burning in his hand, so he's trying to tell her not to do it because Fox is going to, it'll kill Fox, and Harry's still holding on to this burning uh, phoenix. And it's just yeah, so just, he winds up. Yeah, he gets burnt really, really bad. Burning away his hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, "Where's the other cabinet?" Frank told me to hide it. What? There's no time. Just throw it in there. It'll be fine. This is what Frank wants to do. Name his last words. Mm-hmm. And Mal's like, "We gotta find an RN. Nobody's listening to me." And then they see uh, the Serenity coming towards them, and they also see. Uh, a purple and green supernova that's out in outer space, but not very far. So Frank didn't make it very far away, but hopefully the wards will hold. And they get everybody in as quick as they can. And Antonio says, hey, Jane, come shoot this guy. <laughs> Trank gun or proper one? Trank for now, proper later. And Jane's like, okay. And then we have the... First half of the bomb, and now the second part, and the entire sky flashes white and explodes into flames. Shift to the final chapter. It has to sometime. end sometime. And Harry is waking up to the sound of Phoenix song. Um, he's not sure what exactly happened, but he cracks one eye open. It's really light in there. He blinks his eyes. He's not sure about story this. of your life, Harry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's in a hospital wing again. Yep. He tries to turn his head unconscious towards the window, and oh, Rivers' fingers in his ear again. But 
And Fox is there on his pillow. Is that true? His river's ears. River, yeah. 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 There it is. And he's like, River, am I going to wake up with your finger in my every, ear every time? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. And Fox lets him know it's been four days, mm-hmm. and that wakes River up when he says, What? Four days? <laughs> River's like, I needed you. How are you feeling? Numb, confused, but better than usual. And his left arm is strapped mm. into a plastic harness and covered with a moist towel. And, you know, why did you need me? And it turns out that River uh, has all of Jack's memories inside of her head right now. She doesn't know how to handle them or sort them or anything. So. Yeah, because they had, they tried to interrogate Jack and Algernon and Fullerton were um, arguing about maybe using Verisha Serum. Mm -hmm. And she just got angry and basically flared her legitimacy Mm -hmm. and took out everything in his head. Oops. I didn't know you could do that. So he's basically, uh, it's kind of like he's been kissed by a dementor. There's nothing left inside of his brain. She's taken it all. And mm-hmm. in the process, he was reliving his entire life in a second, and it just sort of burnt out his mm-hmm. brain. And the wizards have tried to help her, but they can't. She's just too strong, which is infuriating to them that a muggle woman is stronger than they are with their occlumency and legitimacy. But there you go. Yeah. And so Harry sort of sorts through stuff for a little bit and then says, hey, do you want me just to cap this? And she says, cap it. And he's like, yeah, I'll just put it in like a little capsule. He actually puts it in a pirate trunk chest. And you can go in if you want to and sort through things, but you can't, you don't have to, and it won't bother you. And so, and Harry feels that his magic's different. It works, but there's just something weird going on. Mm-hmm. There's something off. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, River puts up her own shield inside um, a Perry mm-hmm. shield and he lets it go. Yeah. And then she's like, I think it's time for a visit. And Simon's been waiting for them. So he, uh, Simon says that he got the pleasure of resetting his Harry shoulder into his socket, which was quite fun for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then it didn't require too much healing and that Harry must've really, worn out his magical core because he was able they were able to do some healing before his magic started fighting back because Harry's magic tends to fight back mm-hmm. and you uh, and then the phoenixes come and the phoenixes are coming in uh, every because Harry's arm is black and his middle finger is bone yeah, they were all mm-hmm. bone a while ago but the and phoenixes keep he's got this crew of phoenixes that keep coming to cry on him. Yeah, apparently uh, protecting uh. Fox in spite of frying his hand has put him in their good graces. So they're coming in and crying on him. Yeah, it's like the house elves all over mm-hmm. again. Yeah, Fox tried to cry on your hand, but he just coughed up something chunky instead. Gross. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then they talk about the sky burning, and he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Back up! What?" He doesn't remember much of anything. And so Mr. Universe is like, hey, I've got a recording for you. Are you ready? Okay. And Frank has left a message. And he said, you know, I know you and you will feel guilty about this, but it was my my choice. choice. Yeah. 
He knows Harry well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. so I've got a minute or two here to try and say goodbye and all, but I'm trying to come up with something catchy enough to put on a spaceship's tombstone and there really isn't anything good to rhyme with hyperdrive for a nice limerick. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. Yeah. And apparently while he was, you know, waxing philosophic over existence, he forgot to fly away. So he sort of blew up right outside and then the sky caught fire. Oops. And Antonio's staff didn't know what was going on. According to Smith, they had no idea. And they, Harry starts using his hand a little bit. It doesn't hurt. It just feels strange. It's like almost like leather, I think. River wants to touch it. I thought it might be hot or cold, but it's pretty normal. I bet it's chewier. So what can it do? I don't know. Let's find out. It can do anything. And Fullerton and Algernon show up. And they decide. Oh, uh. River's going to go get some meals because she figures Harry's hungry and she's hungry and leave the three wizards to talk to each other. They're basically fixing things, getting things back up together, and they are they don't have Frank, so it's a two-week flight to the Alliance, so they're not going to be able to get there very fast. And Harry says, ooh, I bet I could do it. And he makes a port key, an interspace port key. Good God. Oh, boy. Yeah. And so he says, well, we've already got God, so I'm going to go put some more fear into them. And he vamps home, gets dressed, comes back, eats, because he really is hungry. And then he's going to do his port key thing. But the thing is, is that interspace port key travel is worse than regular port key travel. So when he gets there, he pukes. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. He's got to clean that up and wipe some memories of people before he gets too far. But then he goes in and lets. So he decides he's going to build a space broom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll work better. No, crying out loud. So he goes into Director Bauer's office and lets him know what Jack did. And that. Because when he was in Jack's memories, he found out that. Jack was one of the people that thought that they were demons and that he had institutionalized his niece for saying that they were there. And Bauer's like, you can't blame me for what he did. And Harry's like, stop. I know how disturbed he was and that he wasn't doing it on Alliance. But this guy was trusted by you and your negligence let this happen. Mm-hmm. And Bauer's like, uh, so he set off the bomb? And Harry's like, yes, he did, but I stopped it. And the only casualties were the two officers uh, that Smith killed and my friend. I didn't know. Any- I'm glad no one hurt. And Harry just loses it. Hurt? Do you know how destructive that was? This is bone. You could have Look been killed. <laughs> That'd be enough to freak anybody out. <laughs> He puts a time turner over their heads and pulls them into a corner and wa- and lets them watch what happened in the last five minutes. It goes back five minutes in time. And then he tells them that if they don't pretty much like shape up, that he's going to just use the time turner and go back in time and make it so that the Alliance doesn't win. And now that would be incredible. Yeah. And they don't know that. He can't do that. No. 
And the way Harry works, he probably can because he does anything to put his mind to. But on. there you go. I won't kill you. I won't attack you. What I will do is go back 16 years and ensure that the independents kick your little white asses in what history will forever be known as the failed attempt at a unification war. Am I clear? My eyes might be green, but my coat is running brown. And then he leaves. Oh, wait. First, he turns himself into a demon. Sharp horns pop out of his head with a burst of flame and blood. His skin, <laughs> uh, wings come out, and his hands shift into claws, and he starts peeling skin off, and he shows himself as a demon. And he says, they are not your enemy, deep voice, back and forth. And he talks to himself in demon form, and then he makes it disappear into ash. Yeah. It's like, oh, bloody vengeant avatar. <laughs> Couldn't even bother to peel my arm while it was yeah. here. So, and then he tells. So now they are completely terrified. <laughs> and he tells them that they should they donate just... a couple of uh, ships like Frank to the planet so that they can, one to Antonio so he can get back and forth quicker, and one to the planet just to be nice. Mm-hmm. And then he makes another port key and heads back to Miranda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fox is enjoying his jelly soup. River made mm-hmm. for him. Well, picked up at least. And then Harry pops back into the same place and he's wibble wobbles a bit, wakes up River, and then has to sit down. Are you okay? You look a little green. You're sweating. Give me a minute. That's fine. Mm-hmm. So Fox makes him, gives him uh, pictures of horny phoenixes <laughs> to try to take his mind off of it. Mm. It's not working. And then he says, ooh. So Harry says, all right, well, if I'm going to throw up, I might as well throw up on you. Yeah. And moves over to Fox. And Fox is like, oh. It's how the mama bear, bird Maybe feeds not. her babies. Come on, Fox, open up. <laughs> and Fox just waddles away and jumps out the window. Yeah. Antonio comes in and says, um, I just found out the Alliance is sending me a hyperdrive ship. You wouldn't know anything about this. Harry's like, me? No. Oh, and the citizens of uh, Miranda are getting one, too. Wow, that's really cool. That's just nice of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Mal says, just. what did you do? And he says, I threatened them, and I liked it. <laughs> yeah, he tells Luna, you remember Squiggy? Oh, I love Squiggy. Who's Squiggy? So he shows them, and they're like, oh, Luna's like, Squiggy, Squiggy. Yeah, they're all afraid now. <laughs> and then, yeah, Squiggy is the vengeance demon, mm-hmm. apparently. Mm-hmm. And Mal's got a job. They're going to go do some work for Duncan, I think. Jane's happy because shooting people with tranks just isn't as satisfying. He needs to go shoot somebody real. Oh, dear. <laughs> Jane's going to join them. Female Jane is going to join them. Captain's briefed her and given her a gun. Other Jane's very excited. Oh, dear. Yes, of course. Because Simon and Kaylee are staying behind, and they're just... Yeah, and Kaylee's sad about everybody leaving, mm-hmm. but they've got, uh, you know, portals and vanishing cabinets mm-hmm. set up so they could literally come over for dinner anytime. anytime. Yeah. yeah. And so they uh, get ready. They leave, and then Kaylee pops through, and... Mel's like, if you're curious, the uh, leftovers just went for the kitchen. And she's like, okay, because she's eaten some more. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. get 
And Simon's starting to feel a little bit of it himself because he realizes this is the first time in years that he and River aren't actually living near each mm-hmm. other. <laughs> yeah. And they get ready to go. And all of a sudden, there's a whip across the windshield. And Mal's like, I swear to God, if that's the primary buffer panel again, I'm shooting somebody. And it's going to be you, Harry. And we, it turns out it's Peeves. Peeves have switched ships. <laughs> Oh boy! Yeah, well, and that's the that's end. That's the end. Author. It's much longer than the author expected mm-hmm. it to be, apparently. Yeah, but... isn't that always the case? I think so. And he wants to know about uh, reviews, so we'll be sending this to him when we get to it. And uh, yeah, uh, you know, like Mooney mm-hmm. said, Harry's pretty overpowered, but he is very old in this fic, and it doesn't bother me. It's kind of fun to watch. Um, yeah. And I just, I thought it was kind of fun. It was a fun little jaunt through time and space. And I really, really liked what he ended up doing with Miranda. I thought that was great. I, I love that. That was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And it makes me want to look into more of Nanjuan's stories. Mm-hmm. Um, not too many, which are, well, there, there's several others that are Harry Potter related. And there's a few, mm-hmm. uh, a couple that are... Um, from Smallville or other things Did like that. Well, the uh, it looks like most of them are Harry Potter. Yeah. But there's, if this is the only Firefly one. It looks like the rest of them are all their own thing. No, that's cool. But, I'll have to give it a mm-hmm. check out. So anybody else have things to say about this story? Or shall we close her out? Dead silence. Oh, I think that was pretty much it. <laughs> we've covered, we've covered the, it fairly the way that we've started re- reviewing things the last little while. We basically cover everything as we're going mm-hmm. through it. So there's a yeah. lot of, there's not a lot of extra commenting to make at the no. end. No, we're sort of we're more of a summary podcast than a book club. Yes, that's it. <laughs> but, um, well, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I had a good time. Um, I hadn't read the whole thing because uh, I think I'm not entirely sure where I had gotten to, but definitely all the stuff with Jack Smith was new. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so that was interesting to see how it actually all wound up. And thankfully, mostly everybody was okay except for Frank. Yeah. Poor Frank. I kept thinking that Frank somehow transferred himself to somewhere else, but that didn't happen. Just too bad. It's just that he was Mr. Universe is still around, Mm -hmm. who was sort of part of him. But yeah. Who knows? If they send another ship to Earth that was, maybe a new Frank will appear. And apparently there is um there was an Italian translation of this that the link no longer appears on the author page, but the Spanish translation still exists. Oh, cool. So if anybody Wanted to read Brown Coat, Green Eyes in Spanish. That's a thing. Very cool. Uh-huh. So our next story is going to be a Sherlock Holmes crossover. Sherlock Holmes and the Adventure ah, of the world. Seventh Safeguard. And it looks like mm-hmm. we have three podcasts planned for that one. It's only 17 chapters, so it's not very long. Oh. And we might have some uh, extra people. We I know that um, Iru wants to join us for that. And... Aaron Kronk would like to join us. Uh, I haven't heard back from him. It'll depend on how things are going with the babies, mm-hmm. but we'll see. 
I may or may not be here, depending on how our recordings get scheduled around rehearsals and stuff. Yeah. But uh, it sounds like it should be an interesting fix, so I, I will probably read it regardless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if um, any of you were fans of this story or fans of Firefly in general or conversely were not fans of this story, feel free to come tell us about it on potterficforum.com or on our Facebook group. And uh, we always love to hear from people, even though mostly people don't seem to bother commenting. But no, he does. But we got a new a newbie on the forum today. Well, there you go. There's there's always somebody new. Yep, that's pretty exciting. Do we know in which house? No, nope. I just approved them. I haven't heard anything back from them yet. So, so hat's got a sorting to look forward to, I guess. Hopefully. <laughs> Yeah, um, hopefully you're enjoying our coverage. I imagine if you're li- still listening to us at this point, you must have. But, yeah, uh, hopefully. <laughs> if not, why have you been sitting here for two hours listening to us? I don't understand. Uh, but uh, at any rate, wherever you are and whatever time it is for you, I hope you have a wonderful day. Yes, have a good day, evening, whatever. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. So hold on to the wonder that those books brought to our lives. Keep each other safe. Keep faith. Good night.